Welcome to OceanFit's Onshore Podcast, where Andre Slade, that's me, meets the unordinary people of the open water swimming and water safety community onshore to talk about their adventures, lifestyle and passion for the offshore. In this episode, I met up with the Coolangatta Kabayas, who, much like the impressive local blackfish they're named after, roam the ocean in the tropical waters of southeast Queensland. Friday morning, we're on Coolangatta Beach. We're in fact we're sitting in the Coolangatta Surf Club, but we're with a group of ocean swimmers, and I was invited here by Susie. So I'm going to start with Susie. Tell us about this group of ocean swimmers. Well, hi Andre. We're a group of ocean swimmers that love swimming, and we've got the perfect, perfect backyard to be doing it in. And most of us swim probably five, eight or seven days a week. We've got some form of group or groups happening and we just love it. And we encourage new swimmers, experienced swimmers, anyone we can get. We love to get them swimming. How far back would this swimming group have gone, Jim? Well, um, formally, uh, we formed the club uh, almost 10 years ago. So next year is our 10th season. We were swimming as a group, a loose group, uh, for a number of years in the afternoons, a group of old fellas, and uh, it grew from there. Uh, but the really starting point was Kai Hurst and uh, his, his uh, body science uh, group, um, and his charity was Black Dog. And he had a series that swam up in the... Um, up in Hamilton Island and then here at Coolangatta and then down at uh, Opera House. Yeah. And so that was, uh, in fact, that's how we got Susie. Susie swam in the swim here, then came to me uh, at the club. She said, I believe you're president of the club and I'd like to, my daughter and I would like to join the club. And um, so that was really the formal foundation of the club. And then we had to form a name. So we had a competition and it came up with cobias. And uh, it's very interesting, uh, the cobia fish, which is a local fish. And uh, uh, if I were to read you some of the uh, stories about uh, the cobia. But anyway, um, so that's the formal part of it. And it's just grown and uh, it's become a really nice social group. So not only the health and fitness, but it's become a connection for all of us, you know, the surf club and then other members like uh, Barnacle Bill here from Tasmania. He saw us joining and perhaps he can tell you. And the same with uh, Smokey at the other end of the... He and my cousin uh, were swimming and uh, I often say they were stray swimmers and we asked them to come and join our old boys group and it's just growing like that. I was a young boy then, not an old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Ten years ago, Jimmy, I was only 60. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) So we've got Barnacle Bull and Smokey down the end here. We have. And so you're, you started with the swimming group at the same time. You you guys look like you go a bit further back than that. Yeah, he goes back to he's in Tasmania. I go back 10 years here, 2011. 
when I bought Judith in Calypso and started swimming out there. I'd met his cousin, Bruce, who I joined the Navy with in 1966. Article Bill, are you uh, from Tasmania? I'm, I'm Taswegian, pretty new to the swimming club. I was introduced by Philip James Hammond, who started me off, Hammo, at the front desk one day. And uh, just sort of clicked off, swam, just come from Tasmania. What brings you from Tasmania? It's just the environment. It's, I've just come out of 11 degrees water to 22 degrees, so quite obviously <laughs> coming. Easy decision. It's quite an easy decision. But then again, I mean, it's still swimming, no matter where you are. It's still a form of relaxation and fitness. So you just keep on doing it. And it's, 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 the people here are very friendly, welcome you in, open arms. Just, you just um, can't thank them enough. They're just very, you know, inviting um, to just keep on doing it. So it's just, that's just how I just keep on doing it. Did everyone know what a cobia was when the name was? No. Oh, I didn't realise it when we got these shirts on the backs of fish. So we've got this, this local fish called the cobia. Yeah. On the two Fast groups named sleep. after it, but no one really knew about it, the fish except Jim. Well, uh, to be honest, uh, uh, it's known as a black uh, uh, blackfish. And uh, uh, what happened was I did some research and it's quite... It's quite funny, and uh, perhaps I should read it. Um, uh, a cobia of blackfish, kingfish, that's a kingfish, and uh, uh, it's an impressive local fish, a native to Australia, found off the Gold Coast and southeast Queensland waters, and can grow to a maximum length of two metres and weigh up to 78 kilos. They roam the oceans in tropical waters looking for a feed. Well, perhaps that's a bit, a bit like for us. At our social on Sundays, we have soup, and it's a you know a really social occasion. But uh, it's it's quite interesting. And then Whippy uh, Whippy Peter describes the cobia as fast with a sleek, dark, silver body. So those are the wetsuit swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like your body's ash. Oh, <laughs> silver body. <laughs> And a delicious magazine uh, writer describes the cobia. It moves through the water with a stealth, like a stealth bomber. It reminds me of how a great white shark swims. Frighteningly beautiful. So it's been a bit of a fun thing just uh, looking at the history of, of, uh, of the cobia fish. So I'm only a fairly recent member. I only joined this year. My name's Stormer. And um, for the... Uh, the, the first few weeks of swimming with cobias, I was trying to work out what the name cobias was all about, and I came up with the conclusion that it meant uh, the Coolangatta old boys, individuals, and Sheilas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> an acronym. That's very good. Oh, well done, Alan. Have you said that before? <laughs> I only just made it up. <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah, that's, this is a debut of the new name meaning. <laughs> When they explained it to me, it was an actual fish which, I, which I'd never heard of. <laughs> I thought, 
Okay, I'll we'll go along with this one, but uh, Jim's explained all of that now. <laughs> So we have all these cobias uh, swimming out in the ocean here, and everyone comes from different places. How would you describe the swimmers in the group? Eclectic. Well, they're all locals. Yes. They're like, such a couple of k's away. Yeah, I'm a new one. one k, Jimmy's five k's, ten k's. Barnacle's next door. I'm next door. But it is We're uh, local. It is interesting since. Since I've been here and spoken to a few people, they seem to come from everywhere. Yeah. So they've, yeah. they've, you know, they've lived in other other parts of Australia, or you know, um, there's one bloke I met. In, the first bloke I met was from Melbourne. Yeah, we've got a Melbourne. He came up every Gary so often. From Melbourne. Um, and then we've got uh, Barnacle. Barnacle Bill here. So, Gary Finnis. Yeah, so from all over the place. And so the club kind of becomes one of those beacons that people from mm. other places come to find community and like-minded yeah. people. We've got a little Kobe Very and nice. Facebook page and I try and Facebook. get as many people on there so we can stay connected because I love communicating with people and keeping everyone feeling like they belong and it pays off because we just have such a lovely little group on a Sunday and we have a person that will cook a soup. Yeah, tell soup. me about the soup because soup. I hear a lot about the soup. Jim was... <laughs> Talking about the soup, you said the soup is just fantastic. It's always a talking point, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's become a competition and, and a really uh, enthusiastic. Uh, we've got some great cooks and uh, it really is something very special. <laughs> so how did the soups come about, Susan? I think it was just an idea because our main... We're winter, a winter swimming group mainly, but it's become so popular now that we swim all year. But our main season, when we have our little competition, is from May to September, and we decided that what would be better after a cold swim than a cup of warm soup and a little chat in the sunshine outside on the grass. So it's just well, The grown. Winter Swim Clubs in Sydney, that's where I was first introduced in 1970, and uh, it was the Maroubra Dolphins at Coogee. And um, they always had soup, and most of the uh, winter swim clubs down there and um, uh, they have vines and again uh, all, all walks of life uh, some really wonderful swimmers and Olympic swimmers uh, so it's it's a really interesting group and so the winter swim club here is pretty much uh, the foundation is pretty much because of the surf club members wanting to stay connected and to stay fit during the winter season so that's the purpose of it. I want to know more about the soup. What kind of soup do we get on a oh, Sunday? We get everything. We've had minestrone. What did you cook, Sash? I did a pan ham. Hey, do the boys cook? No. Well, yes. <laughs> Hamo came with it. Hamo did. He oh, opened yeah. a few tins. Oh, Hamo's yeah. opened a few tins. He's yeah. from Aldi. Aldi soup, Hamo. Campbell's. Campbell's. I don't make air. I just eat it. He's not getting any awards to see. It is interesting because... just turn up and The girls... Have each time come up with a magnificent soup. I think the blokes are a bit reluctant to have a go. That's a good excuse. I feel like if it was a barbecue, the boys would be on it. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and occasionally that happens. Well, that's we're, happening on this Sunday. We're having yeah, a barbecue. Week, oh. barbecue yeah. That's good. Yeah. That might be a nice change. <laughs> but yeah, the soups have been pumpkin. Um, 
and then there was a sweet potato a couple of weeks later. There was the minestrone. There was your pea and ham. And, and Susie's chicken and chicken and gingery yeah. thing. But that yeah. pea and ham hock with the nice that was me. That was me. I'm still thinking about my soup. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm anointing myself. This, this I try to be, and every year at the start, I go, I'm going to collect everyone's recipes and make a Kobe a cookbook, and I just. Oh, that's a great idea. I never get to the end of it. Yeah, we give it to the boys. The surf club upstairs made soup for us, uh, and they made a broccoli soup, and that was sensational as well. I have a feeling just the guys would just enjoy any soup. You just put soup in front of them and they're going to love the soup. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's true. somebody else's way. Love it. Yeah. G'day. Kia ora. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about OceanFit. Back in 2009, OceanFit started as an ocean swim school on the golden sands of Bondi Beach. But now, we've become so much more. We deliver our world-leading training to hundreds of swimmers every summer on beaches throughout Australia, and thousands learn from our free educational resources online. Our Swim Scout directory, available on our website and app, will help you find a swim buddy, connect with social swimming groups, and discover swim events throughout the country. You can also participate in one of our events. Escape with us on a wet and wild weekend, or immerse yourself on a boutique ocean swimming holiday at home or abroad. So what are you waiting for? Dive right in at oceanfit.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this episode and swim free. So the swims during the middle of the week are kind of, are they a bit more turn up swim and pretty much coffee and leave? But then Sunday, can that turn into quite a bit of time down here, can it? Sunday's a bit more of an organised event. You know, we we can we put in a little gold coin contribution, and then um, Hammer usually sets out a swim for us what we're going to do, and we will have to guess a time that we think it's going to take us to do it, and then uh, so we put that in time, and then uh, the the points awarded are given based on who gets closest to their time. So, so three, two, one three, points. Three, two, one yeah. points. And we collect oh. points throughout the season. So it's not necessarily the fastest. How good swim. you are, yes. It's yeah. all about knowing so how you swim. And the conditions, and which can change quite a bit along here. That You can have um, a really, really, really fast swim sometimes. Um, can take us 12 minutes to do one day what might take us 30 minutes and 18, 30 yeah, another day. Jules said today there was quite a big sweep. Yes. And she said she pretty we, much just got a ride around the, the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We rocketed past the rocks today. I was watching her face and she was going, loving it. <laughs> now that's pretty normal through there. But back up in Greenmount, we have that little circle going on and we get caught in that quite often. It can be a bit hard to get out of there. You feel like you're stuck in front of those towers forever. It was a little bit soupy out there today, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit choppy, but yeah, but that that sweep that comes along, particularly the channel in front, yeah, you can really travel along in there. You really don't have to swim a lot. You just we love it. it. Makes us it. all feel like we're really good swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> so even though you're a, a group of cobias, we all walked down to the end of the beach, but then it was kind of like this almost semi-organised split, and everyone went in little groups and yeah, you know your safety that. zones. You know you're the people that you swim well with and where that 
Well, some people like to swim in the gutter. Some yeah, people like to go swimmers. out the back. Yeah. And some went over the bank to get out the back and others went around the rocks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. generally have a count as to how many we've got and we normally come back with them all. Sometimes we yeah. don't. Yeah, no, we do. No, we're, we're very lucky. Um, our president, King Cobia, uh, Phil, Phil's a very caring guy and very experienced, very experienced lifesaver and very experienced in the surf. And he generally calls the shot with assistant uh, Queen Cobia, Susie here. Um, they set out the conditions and talk about, you know, where to swim, out around the uh, surf riders and so on. So we also have uh, good water safety and we've got some really special people that are very caring. And, uh, and I think uh, it's a really nice thing, uh, the way everyone looks out for one another. Um, I found that, you know, uh, some of the... Uh, Kylie, for example, she'll turn around and say, you okay? And, you know, so everyone's looking out for one another and uh, it's it's a really very nice thing. It's very special. So true, Jim. It's, it's true, isn't it? And, and Hamo, Hamo's uh, Hamo. been fantastic. And we've, yeah, I'm really sad he's not here. We, recently we've got uh, a group called the Tadpoles and they're <laughs> new swimmers and not very experienced. And to see them develop and get their confidence in the surf. But Hamo's the one who encourages them, makes sure they're okay, and, and, and other people too, Susie and, and everyone. But it's a, it's, it's a really nice group of people. Yeah. Caring so, people. There's a core group, I guess, that are religious about coming. All the time. Oh, and then yes. how, how big does the group get on a on a beautiful sunny day in the middle of summer? In their thirties? Yeah, thirty plus. So 33, 35. 335, yeah. 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 Quite regularly. And it all starts with Hamo and Susie and then it just sort of grows from there. Yeah. And Hamo kind of almost lives here and he just sort of attracts people. It looks too. like, you know, what's that king? Neptune. Neptune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes out of the surf. Yeah. Listening. Yeah. Oh, gee. But, but there's a I'd love group. to be described like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a core group that's been Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the afternoons at four o'clock. And um, we occasionally we do, there's a Friday group now that we had today. And then Sunday's group. And Mm. I like swimming on a Saturday because so, I try and get as many people as I can because I like swimming. So. Yes. And Susie, you've done the port to pub over we, in uh, Rotto? Yes, we attempted it with six of us from our little group here. But uh, that was a great experience. And a few of us have gone on and done other swimming adventures, like another girlfriend and I went to Greece and we swam around the Simi Islands and Bruce is does a lot. You went to Vanuatu, didn't you? Yes, for my 70th birthday. Um, Bruce, my cousin, organised it, and that was really special. A group uh, uh, from all around Australia, uh, mostly from Sydney and uh, Port Macquarie, and, uh, but that was a really special. We had two weeks up there, but it's for uh, Vanuatu's Independence yeah. Day, and you swim around Oriki Island. And, uh, is about a 3.5 kilometre swim. Uh, so Bruce has been um, 
really the main motivator in doing the overseas uh, swim. He's become, well, gosh, he's done a lot now. He's Dardanelles and all that sort of business. And he's met up with people like Gary Finners from uh, Melbourne. He's done the channel. And he's he's done the channel swim a couple of times. And and, uh, uh, he's from the Brighton Icebergs. And did you go into the Brighton Icebergs? I absolutely did. Oh, how about that John Locko, the founder. Yes, Yes. Uh, the honour board. And and I think... uh, when you look into the swimming clubs, there's a lot of interesting people. And the ex-premier of Victoria, uh, what an incredibly interesting person. What a great swimmer. And he's won a lot of events. So, yeah, I, I just find it really interesting, the people that you meet in uh, the various ocean swimming clubs and winter swim clubs and, and indeed a lot of the old surf club blokes. When I spoke to John uh, from the uh, Brighton Icebergers, he was quite quick to to say it doesn't matter that the club has doctors and politicians and stuff. We're all just swimmers, and no one really wants to point out people that are any more special than others. And it would be the same with you guys when you when you strip down and you walk down the beach to start and swim. Doesn't matter who you are. You're all just in your cozies and you're about to go and challenge yourself in the ocean. No, uh, often we find like you know we meet. Oh, hello Gary, hello John, hello Sarah, and it won't be for another four or five weeks. You go, oh, is that what you do? <laughs> like we're just normal people who just love swimming. So yeah, exactly. it doesn't matter who you are. The swimming scene on the Gold Coast. I, I said to someone yesterday, it was almost like there was an underground ocean swimming scene here for. A lot, like 10 years or so and now it's whether it's a bit to do with COVID or that ocean swimming is just becoming a bit bigger it's starting to grow a little bit it's coming to, it's becoming a bit more visual you can actually see ocean swimming do you guys get that feeling that it's kind of growing up here because New South Wales has a huge ocean swimming scene and there's lots of yes. beaches and lots of events every week but up here it's, it's more I guess dominated by surf life saving or something has kind of kept the ocean swimming underground and now it's well, definitely yeah. through COVID when the pool shut down it was like anyone that was swimming in the pool started swimming in the ocean and we had this amazing Easter period where it was just flat it was just yeah. it was like the whole world just went <sighs> and the ocean just stopped moving and we just swam up and down like a pool up and down here it was amazing and there were people doing ocean swimming from I don't know where yeah, they were coming from but all of a sudden the, the ocean was full of swimmers so they're out there. We just don't necessarily always see them. But there's a, a, a number of uh, master swimming clubs, and Miami is probably the most famous on the Gold Coast. And a lot of those people used to come down here and swim, uh, ocean swimming from Snapper to Cura. And that was a number of years ago, probably 15, 20 years ago. So uh, there's an awful lot of people who swim in the pools up around Southport, you know, and aquatic centre um, and various clubs but you're quite right uh, I, I think the Olympics with the uh, marathon swimming and so on uh, um, that's been of interest to a lot of people and people like Kai Hurst you know uh, a champion athlete and Iron Man and of course he swam in the marathon in the Olympics and uh, and I think uh, how we met Susie for example when we hosted his his uh, his event uh, that created a lot of interest 
and, uh, and you need someone like that, I think, sometimes to, and it's a bit like our group here. If we didn't have Susie and, uh, and Phil, you need, uh, every organisation needs uh, a driving people, people who are motivated to drive it. And uh, so we're very fortunate. Well, I think you're right, Andre. I think in New South Wales has a number of events. As you can all, almost pick an event every week around Sydney and go on a nation event. And up here, it's been a bit slow to get on the go. We've had the Cooley Classic and we've had the Noosa Swim and the Malulabar Swim, but there's only three, four, five swims a year. I think there's... And this sort of climate here, and during, even during the winter, is, is conducive to ocean swimming. So I, you know, I think it'd be it'd be good to see it actually take off a bit. Probably need a few more organised events to get more people out yeah. there. The Byron Bay has been a famous uh, swim too every year, and that's a, that's a great swim. Mm. Do you, do you think the Gold Coast is, for the most part, just one long stretch of beach? And I guess it, it, there's not much difference between doing an ocean swim at Surfers as opposed to Miami or Mermaid. Or, so are there some spots around the Gold Coast that you think haven't had a swim yet that would be a good spot? Or is that perhaps part of the... Well, they've done everything up here. They've done... There's generally fine. You know, there's swims at Burley. Uh, there's swim down this way and then further up. But some of those beaches up there, like Currawa, is a pretty wild sort of a beach. It's not mm. it's really conjecture. It's yeah, just too hard to get out mm. uh, for a lot of general swimmers. You know, it mm. uh, requires a, a strong swimmer to get out before you even start. I feel like there's an event on the Gold Coast that could be called the Gold Coast Gutter Swim. Because every, <laughs> every, every swim group I see on the Gold Coast seems to get into the gutter and then just yeah, fly with the <laughs> sweep and then get out and walk back. Either that or you get up on the sandbank now and walk. <laughs> well, the competition would be to swim against the gutter and go back the other ah, way. Ah, yeah. There you go. So, I think we're kind of crafting the next ocean swim event. What are, you, what are you hoping for next in the, in the open water swimming scene up here? Do you kind of have any... Do you like it being under, kind of underground or would you, would you like it to... No, I'd like a bit more. It'd be nice to have a couple more events. I met these two in the pool and they dragged me down here just in the last 12 months. So Sasha and Susie. Um, and we're still swimming in the pool, but... Um, It'd be good to be able to go into a couple of organised events with these guys and uh, see what they can really do. Well, you just read that email I sent you about the marathon yes. swim. I was a bit from reluctant to, to like that. <laughs> Next year, marathon from here to the surface. Sounds very edgy coming out, eh? I've never done anything like <laughs> that. So. Just to get going. Yeah, so. To kind of finish up, what is it about ocean swimming that brings you here three or four times a week? Me, it's purely social. Exercise, social, it just... Yeah. You know, yeah, just the class. And you in your unit all day, four o'clock comes, you've got a program. Come down, have a swim, have a chat, have a beer, walk home. <laughs> it sounds like the perfect day. Well, well, indeed, the weekdays, the group that uh, used to swim together, um, 
once we finished that, uh, we'd have a shower and go upstairs and have a convivial ale and we'd uh, put in our footy tips and all those sorts of things and we had an opinion on it, I think, uh, from sport to politics, uh, you know, <laughs> like and sometimes like grumpy old men. But anyway, it's been a, a lovely social. So it's 8 o'clock in the morning on a Friday to her for a beer? <laughs> <laughs> a coffee and a burger. <laughs> the best bacon and egg burger in town. Oh, there you go. I swim with my daughter. I came, I started doing the Sunday swim with my then 10-year-old daughter because she wanted to surf but didn't have much ocean skills. So, And then I thought, we'll try nippers. But before nippers started, we thought, I just got her in the water swimming here. We met um, Susie and another friend of ours, Kylie, um, and she had daughters that swam as well. And so my daughter now, three years, has been doing this. She's just about to turn 13, and last Sunday she beat me in for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's like good. a train. Yeah, yeah, she's good now. She's yeah. And does she do nippers? Yeah, she does. What, yep. what does she prefer, the, op- the openness and freedom of the ocean swim with you or the nippers? Oh, she definitely loves ocean swimming. Yeah. I, I can see her in time being like this one here. She'll be she'll be the Queen Cobia one day when, when Susie's sick of running the show. Evie will have to take over. <laughs> that's awesome. That's how, I, uh, that's how I see my daughter growing up in the uh, ocean. Evie yeah. is, um, you know, she's the mermaid yes. of the group. She gets, yeah. as soon as she gets in there, you just see her. She just starts to shimmer and she loves it. She just thrives when she's doing it. So, yeah, it's just a shame that Nippers actually doesn't provide them with a long enough swim for her to, to really shine like that. Yeah, I must say, uh, from a mature-aged member of the group, uh, the most satisfying thing for me is to see the children uh, come through, gain their confidence, and... Uh, That's us you're talking about. Children. <laughs> That's true, too. But uh, it really is special to see these young people uh, developing their skills and getting confidence. And for me, I think it's a great uh, lesson in life, you know, uh, getting confidence and uh, even in their personal uh, skills, uh, getting confidence in the surf helps you in, in life skills. And so that's what I feel. And there's a lot uh, of good role models here too. Oh, there's some great yeah. role models. Yeah. There really are. There's some lovely people. And uh, and I think uh, that's the strength of the group, yeah. really, well, is smoky, the people. Smokey comes for the beer and the coffee and the beers. Yeah. But LA, Evie's adopted all these uh, <laughs> uncles and aunties. <laughs> And she really, mm. I know she really gets a lot from being around all these people. And, um, you know, for years everyone's kind of been gathering her in and making sure she's swimming okay and she's okay. But now uh, she's off. We she's don't off. really worry about her at all anymore. She never goes away through the surfers and cure her yeah. and she's fine. Does she have a nickname? Oh, no, she's just Amy. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got Hammer and Barnacle Bill and Smokey yeah. and Stormer and Sash. And- <laughs> and I, often I walk down the beach with Hammer at four o'clock and you, you can have the worst day at work and be tired and whatever and you jump in the water, have a swim and you walk up the beach and go, oh, Clean. the whole world is just a better place yeah. now because I've been in the water. It's like the best thing. That's very true. It's good for the soul. Well, that's the perfect way to finish. That's how ocean swimmers... That, well, that's the soul of ocean swimmers, isn't it, really? Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. And th- thanks for your time, guys. It's been great to meet the Cobias. 
the blackfish, the 75kg blackfish of uh, <laughs> southeast Queensland. Uh, it's been fantastic to, to hear about uh, your club and your stories. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank thank you. you.